Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Nun Chet. We'll begin on Nun Zayin Mubet. The, the Mishnah says, "Higias man velonisu." If the time comes and they did not get married yet, let's say there's twelve months that we're expecting them to get married. If during those twelve months they're expecting to get married, the time comes and they don't get married. She's waiting. She's preparing herself for twelve months, and then he doesn't. He doesn't come through. He says, I'm sorry, still delaying. Halakha is, number one is, he, she could put stuff on his grocery account now. Because since she was supposed to uh, feed her at this point, even though he didn't marry her, she has now has the right to put her groceries on his account. So that's engagement like a 12-month. That's the standard thing. They usually get that's how much time they give. And at that point, they're not married yet, because he didn't marry her. But she's directed to use his accounts. And she could eat truma. If he's a Kohen, she could eat Shuma. Okay? But she's not married yet. Amar Ula. So now Ula is explaining how does it work. How do you get to eat Shuma? Okay, I messed up. But you're not married. How does it work? The answer is, says Ula, Devar Torah from the Torah, Arusa Bati Really? Already from Arusa time, she could really eat Shuma. Already from the time she becomes Arus. Already at 12 months before, she really could have eaten Shuma. That's the truth. From the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Shunei says, when the Kohen buys somebody with his money, they can eat the chuma. And that means anyone who he buys with money, whether it's a slave or whether it's a wife, can eat chuma. And he bought her with money already from the time he gave her the ring. So really, that should work. He also bought her. Why do we say that she can't eat betavia. We're worried. That maybe um, the husband will come over to visit her in her father's house while she's still not living in his house. And he'll bring a, 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 a bottle of truma champagne. I'll pour her a cup. She might not like the champagne so much and she'll give some to her brother. And the brother's not allowed to eat truma. Okay? But so therefore, while she's in her father's house, we don't let. If that's the whole story, then why do we say that if the time this 12 months passes away and they don't get married, we said uh, if you're married, you should eat Shuma. Why do we say that? After all, there's still a problem that maybe she'll feed her brother Shuma. says, Over there, there's a separate place that they give her in order that she doesn't give um, anything to the brothers. Therefore, we're not worried that, that she'll give it to her. They give it to the brothers. If a Kohen, why do we say that when a Kohen is harvesting for the Jew, Let's say the Jew is a big, big field and the Kohen decides to work for the harvest for the, for the Jew, right? We say, the rabbis say that he shouldn't eat truma in the Bet Yisrael because maybe he'll end up, they'll, they'll come eat with him. So the Gemara says, why, so why don't we worry the same thing? In other words, when let's say there's a kohen who happens to work for the for the for the Yisrael, the chachamim should make a, a gezira 
that he can't eat shuma also. Because okay. oh. maybe he'll feed his friends. Mm-hmm. No. When a guy works for a, for a worker, for, for an employer, the employer supplies him with meals. So the employer supplies him with meals. Why are we worried that maybe he'll bring his own food? And then we don't worry about it. But this is different. Okay? So you can ask now, According to Mishmuel, Yehuda says no. The reason why we don't let, we're still on the bottom of Nun Zayin Rebet, the reason why we don't let the girl eat Shuma in her father's house is because we're worried about a Simpon. Simpon means we're worried that maybe, yes, he did a Kedushin, and therefore, really, he's married. And therefore, she could eat Shuma. But the marriage is contingent that everything works out well. But sometimes it can happen that a girl has a uh, a blemish, a very very un- a regular blemish. Fine, but it's a very very unusual blemish that the husband didn't know about. And then when he marries her, he's going to find the blemish, and then he's going to say, "I didn't buy, I didn't marry her having in mind the blemish." And the rabbis might come and say, "Oh, you were never married." Now, if the rabbis come and say you were never married, now she ate truma illegally. And Zavirav karet for eating truma. So in order to avoid that problem, the rabbi said, Arusa doesn't eat truma. That's twelve months. You keep. I don't get twelve months. Why says, you know, why says, yeah, Ihachi. If that's true, Nichnesa lechupavolo nivala nami. Then even if we ready, why would we say it's only till twelve months? Even if he brought her the chupa and he didn't end up having relations with her. He also shouldn't be able to give her truma because maybe we're going to find something wrong. Uh-huh. Mara says, no. Over there, the husband first checks her out and then he brings her to the chupa. Mm. Now, when we say we check her out, how could the husband check her out before he goes to the chupa? It's not allowed, he's not allowed to be doing that. Rashi explains he's checking with his relatives. So he'll have his mother or his sister checking her out before, before the, maybe, maybe at the mikveh beforehand or something, but he, that, that, that he'll know before, but he won't know from the engagement, but he'll know before the chuppah. Okay? And if so, Evid Kohen, Why don't we say that if you have a slave of a Kohen, who was bought from Yisrael, he shouldn't eat Shuma because maybe you'll find that, they, that maybe the master will find that he's got some kind of blemish. And then uh, it'll never be, it won't, he'll return him to the Yisrael and he wouldn't be allowed to eat Shuma. Mara says, no. Simpon ba'avadim leka. There's no problem of Simpon by a slave. Why? The Eid avrai, because if it's an external moon, ha'chazai, he saw him. So he'll see it. The Eid gvai, if it's an internal one, that's something that's covered by the guy's clothes, the guy wants him for, for work. What does he care if he's got a mum inside? Right? He's, he hired him for work. Should be said to Lokhba, he doesn't care about what's, what, what mum he might have privately. Right? Even if you find that the guy was a thief or a kidnapper, it doesn't make a difference. The guy, the guy has to keep him because... Uh, the guy understands that 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 the standard the standard slave is a, is is a thief, and therefore he'll buy him anyway. So therefore, my ika the steam is or 
Mukhtav Nochut, Kali Atle. So what are you worried about? Maybe you'll find that the guy's an armed robber, or you'll find out that the 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 government wants to kill him. Yeah, you would know about that, that, that people publicize that. So therefore, we're not worried about this by a slave. Mari says, now the Gemara asks the question, Mehti, ben the mar, ben the mar, lo achla, hold on one second. Okay, well, there's two, we have two reasons as of now. We have two possible reasons why a person can't eat truma when a girl's engaged. Number one is because we're afraid she'll feed, feed her brother. Number two is maybe we'll find a, a, a blemish in her. Okay. okay, what's the difference? Either way, she can't eat. What's the difference between them? There's three differences. Number one, difference number one is Kibel. Let's say the husband says when he gives the money for the kedushin, he says, "I want her even if she has a mum." Okay. So now, if the reason is because of mum, then she can eat truma right away. And if the reason is because uh, maybe we shall feed the brother, she still can't eat truma. Mm-hmm. Good. Nice. That's one difference. Then number two, masad. Let's say the the father. Let's say it was already time for kedushin. And the husband, after 12 months, or before 12 months, the husband sends his messengers to Detroit to pick up his wife. Okay. Now, once the father gave the daughter to the messengers of the husband, okay. we're no longer worried that she's going to feed her husband Truma, feed her brother's Truma, because oh. she's no longer home. But we'll still worry that maybe she's got some kind of blemish. So if you're on the blemish side, she's still getting Truma. But if you're on the feeding the brothers, then she can't eat Truma. You didn't get that? I got it. Okay, next. Another case is, let's say the father went with the Shluchim. Still, in that case also, if, if you're worried about the brothers, there's no problem. The only problem is with the um, it, with the blemishes. Okay. In the Mishnah we said, Rabbi Talfon, Rabbi Talfon, we're on the top of the page, three, four lines down. Rabbi Talfon says, Notin la hakol tenumah. We give her all trumas. There's a machloket that we said yesterday. <clears throat> when a husband has to support her, does he support her with all truma? Because he's a coin, so he can give her truma. Or do we say no, he has to give her half regular and half truma? One of the differences being is that when a girl is in Ida, she's not allowed to eat truma. So by giving her all truma, you're putting her at a bit of a disadvantage because she can't eat it sometimes. Some some days of the month, she's not allowed to touch it. Okay? So Rabbi Tefon said you could give her all truma. And Rabbi Kiva said, no, it has to be half-half. That was the Mishnah. Amar Abaya. So Abaya is explaining the machloket in Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Tefon. He says, machloket, the bat kohen, the kohen. The machloket is, let's say the daughter of a kohen is married to a kohen, marrying a kohen. That's what Bitefon says that you could give her all truma. Why? Because she knows all the rules. But if it's a Bat Yisrael marrying Kohen who doesn't know the rules, how to be careful and how to sell it in case she's stuck, 
Then everyone agrees you have to give her half and half because she doesn't know the rules. She won't be able to sell it. And therefore, you have to give her half and half according to everybody if she was Yisrael before you married her. One second. So if she was married... She, again, she... If she, she's married already, she already Kedushim, she can eat from in Tamarita? Israel, Israel and Kohen? Or just Israel? Israel can never eat Shuma. Uh, when she's married. Israel eat, Oh, married to Kohen, she could, yeah. Any, all the time. Yeah, she, unless, she's, unless she's Nida. Nida, she can't eat Shuma. No. But if she's Bar Kohen, then she could eat. Not when she's doing that. Uh, also... Also not, okay. but she'll know the rules and know how to get it, know how to sell it and get more money out of it and buy her own food. Okay. Okay. That's according to Abaya. Vamar Abaya Abaya also says Machloket Barusa. The Machloket is only if the girl is an Arus. But if she's fully married, then everyone agrees you have to give half and half. Because while she's a Arus, her father could sell it for her. But once she's in Nisua, where uh, she she's with the husband, right? Then everyone agrees that you get half and half. And you can't give her all truma. Even Rabbi Tafon agrees. Tanya Namiachi, we have a bright that supports this. Rabbi Tafon Omer, according to him, let me give her all truma. When they argue about Kohen, the Kohen, Kohen, but like we said before, that if it's um, a, a, a Bat Yisrael Kohen, then everyone agrees you can't give her all Shuma. Good. That's all the opinion of one, one rabbi. Rabbi Daben Betira Omer, Notin La Shteya Dot Shel Shuma. The Yad Echad Shechulin. According to him, it's not 50-50. You give her two-thirds, one-third. Two-thirds Truma and one-third Chulin. Okay? And she sells it and she buys regular food with it. When she's Tameh. Rashba Gomer, whenever we mention Truma, you have to give her double. Truma, you sell to how do you sell Truma to another Kohen? You have to sell to a Kohen. And since you have to only sell to a Kohen, the price is less. So therefore, Ashbag says that when you give a girl Truma, if you needed to give her 20 bucks, now if you needed to give her, let's say, um, uh, one pound of bread a day mm-hmm. to eat, you have to give her Truma two pounds. Why? Because it's going to sell for cheaper, and yeah, she has to be able to buy regular food while she needs that. Okay. My bin now. I asked the Gemara, what's the difference between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Rashbag? They both say that you give right. Rabbi Yehuda says you give her all truma, and she buys chulin, and Rashbag says you give her double. What's the difference? So according to Buda, we don't worry that she has to hassle to buy it. It's much harder to sell truma. But according to Ashbag, you give her a lot of truma 
which is double her mizonot, in order that she could easily sell and come the right amount. In other words, there's a way to sell the truma and get the money, but you have to wait till you find to, to, to sell it at that price. Whereas, if you're selling it at, if you have double the stuff, then you, you'll be able to ease, sell it at a low price and still be able to buy your food. So according to Rashbag, she has the right to sell it easily and therefore give her double so she can do it. According to Bidan, no, let her work hard. And therefore, she gets the same amount, wait till you find the buyer. Okay? That's a machloka. Now, we said in the Mishnah, Hayavam en machil If let's say uh, a lady was engaged to a Kohen, and now he dies, without, obviously without kids, because she never got fully married. He never had kids before. She has to marry the brother, the Yavam. Now the Yavam is also a coin. He can't feed her Truma. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, she, my time, what's the reason? The Torah says that when you buy someone with money, they can eat Truma. But this girl wasn't bought with money. It's your brother bought her, not you. Right. Now, the Mishnah also says that let's say she was six months waiting for husband, brother A, to marry her. Then brother A dies. And now brother B waits six months. After 12 months, she will be 12 months, she should eat. No, but since it's six and six, she doesn't, she well, can't it do it. It starts over. It has to be, it's a restart, yes. So now, the Mishnah says, now, the, the Mishnah says two things. It says, if he did six months, if he did, um, sorry, 11, 11 and a half months with the husband and half a month with the Yavam, or 11 and a half months with the Yavam and half a month with the husband, either way, no truma until you get 12 months under one of them. Okay? Good. Moses says, of course. Obviously, if with the husband you can't, Surely you can't do it with the Yavam. Moses says, Moses, you're right. It's a, it's a progressive chidush. This, and for sure not that. So, no, regressive. Okay? And the Mishnah ends off, Moses says, all this opinion that a girl could eat truma in her father's house after 12 months was the original Mishnah. But then the rabbis revised the Mishnah and changed the law. And now, in the new halacha, a girl can never eat truma until she walks into the chuppah. Because I say that's because, not all the problem. Yes. What's the reason why she can't eat truma until she walks into the chuppah? We're worried about a blemish. We're worried that maybe you'll find that she's, something's wrong with her. And therefore, we have to worry about it. Like you said, Right? You said, what is it up if it's 12 months later? <laughs> yeah, and because of that, they can never do it. That's why they get rid of it. Now the Gemara has to clarify. According to Ula, who said the reason why the first Mishnah said you can't feed right away was because maybe you'll maybe you'll give it to your brother. So we'll say, okay, so the first Mishnah was only worried about feeding to the brother, and the second Mishnah says, oh, we're worried about Simpon. But, blemishes. But according to Shmuel Yehuda, who says the first one was worried about Simpon, and that's why we couldn't feed it in the first place. So what's the idea of the second Mishnah? We knew that already about Simpon. 
you chav. Yeah, the brother didn't cancel everything. We, we weren't we, according to the, according to Shmuel, we were never worried about the brother. It was always worried about a blemish. Oh. So then, what new thing happened that you changed and said, "Oh, now you have to wait till the chupa"? What simpon? We knew that already by the first mishnah. So what changed? The difference is when you checked with the relatives. Because normally, if someone else checks her, does it work? So, in other words, more savar, one rabbi holds that if someone else checks for you, it's called a bidika, it's called a checking. And therefore, the, the first Mishnah said, that's a checking, and therefore once 12 months comes, since you, when you know that you can't uh, make the wedding date, because the whole cancels on you, so before you, 12 months comes, you send your sister-in-law, she checks her out, she comes back and says it's fine, and therefore, you'll give a truma. That's why we're not worried. Because they count that according to uh, Mishnah Rishonah. But then in the second Mishnah, we said, no. Because they say, no, it doesn't count if, if someone else checks for you. And therefore, they, they're still worried and they don't let you do it until she goes to Chupa. Okay? Now we have a new Mishnah. A guy who promises to the Bet Mikdash the words, the work of his wife. His wife works as an accountant, and he promises that whatever money my wife makes belongs to the Bet Mikdash. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. She could uh, work, and and uh, and uh, they could they could don't have to give the they don't have to give it to the Bet Mikdash. So who will rise it? It doesn't work because it didn't happen yet. We'll see soon. Right. His work would count if he said his work. We'll see what we'll see we'll see why it works. Okay, the Mishnah will say. Um if if he doesn't makdish her wages, but he he he's makdish her bonuses that she gets. Then Ramirez says, Hekdesh. He says, it does become holy to the Bet Mikdash. And Ramirez Sala says, no, it doesn't get holy. Even the bonus doesn't get holy. It's look about bonuses. But about the actual wages, everyone agrees it does not work. Let's mm-hmm. see why. A woman is able to say, A woman could say, I don't want your food for my husband. Okay. And I'm not working. I don't want your food working, so Which means, you? I'll work for myself and I'll support myself. Don't give me the reason why you gave my husband my wages is because he has to pay for my my parnasa. Thank you very much. I'll work for myself, and I'll support myself. Support myself. Mm-hmm. Now that's a ruhuna. That means he holds kiti krumanan mizone ikar mushum eva. He says, the reason why the rabbi said that the main thing was for the Mizonot. 
we want her to always have mizonot. Even if a girl can't support herself, she always gets mizonot. The reason why we said that her her ma'aseyadah go to the husband is because we're afraid that he's going to hate her. Because if she's making money and he's supporting her, we have a problem. But but if she says, if she says, I don't want to be um, supported. I'm not going to do it, so I won't do anything. It's up to her. Me TV, we ask a question. We said, It says that they made mizonot instead of her ma'aseyadah. M, right? So you see that the main thing is that the husband gets the thing. Is that the husband gets the ma'aseyadah. Mm-hmm. If so, it's not for the woman, it's for the husband. Because <clears throat> it says here, they gave the mizonot because he gets the ma'aseyadah. So it sounds like that he, him getting her wages is the main thing. Mm-hmm. Says, You're right, switch it. Switch it around. They gave they made gave her the wages because she has to get them as a not. So then if it's good. Okay. So according to this, the main part of the takana is that she has to be always be assured that she's gonna have um food. That's the main part. And the secondary part is that we don't want him to we don't want him to feel bad that that, that she's supporting us, so we gave her gave him her wages. But the main thing is we want her to always have food, and even if she doesn't make enough money, she'll get the food automatically. Therefore, she can give in. Let's see, we have a proof in the mission that says, we want to say that there's a proof, oh, the same, yeah. Uh, says, let's assume, we have a proof from the Mishnah. What is the Mishnah? Because the Mishnah, our Mishnah, our Mishnah says that if a guy says, all my wife's stuff goes to the Beit HaMikdash, right? We said it doesn't work. My wife's wages. So now we're assuming the reason why it doesn't work probably is because she said, "I want my own wages, and I and I don't want your money. I don't want your food." And therefore, since she said that, so his wages are not her wages are not his, and that's why when he says going to Beth it doesn't work. So you see, it's a proof. Okay, Mar says, "Look, Bishan is in it." Mar says, "No, he's talking about a case where." We're not talking about that he has. We're talking about a case in it where he doesn't have enough to feed her. But if he has, then he can be Makdisha. Since it's his. Okay? If she's not getting Mizunofim, what's the Kiddush? Of course he can be Makdisha. Even according to the opinion who says by a slave, that the master could say that you have to work for me. Tell the everybody you have to work for me and I'm not going to give you food. You can go eat in shuls, but I'm not feeding you. Right? Mm-hmm. Usually, most people hold that when you ever can works for you, you have to feed him. Okay. There is a rabbi who says that you can make your every work for you and you can tell him to go eat, go eat breakfast and shul. Mm-hmm. Right? And therefore, even according to that rabbi, mm-hmm. Right? Hani, mean, that's only true by Ebrikhani, where it doesn't say that he has to work with you. 
Koshkin ishto. By an Evid Ivri, everyone agrees that you have to stay. It's a Jewish slave, everyone agrees you have to feed him. And definitely has to feed your wife. So how can it be? So there's no chidush that you have to that 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 you have to feed her. So what's the chidush of a Mishnah? Mar says, you're right. There's no chidush in the first case of the Mishnah. Seifa it's too clear. We need it for the Seifa. Why? It says Motir, if she if she makes more. Even though she doesn't, she doesn't, and he's done from him, Romero says it, and Rio says not. So according to Rav Huna, that's what we're talking about over here. Upliga al Rish Lakish, he's arguing with Rish Lakish, Dama Rish Lakish, Lot Hema, Tamid of Meir, Pushundik Zavadamakish, Dawashlobaulam. He says, don't, Rish Lakish says, don't say the reason why Romero says that. It's hekdesh, is because he holds a person can makdish something that doesn't come into the world. Because Remeir, again, there's my chukah Remeir and Yochum Sander. Remeir says that if, if the girl makes extra, the guy's able to, to, to makdish it, right? To make it to the Beit HaMikdash. Now, the reason why he says that is that because he holds that a man has the right to sanctify something that hasn't, doesn't exist yet. Because in here, in this case, her her extra doesn't exist yet. When the time he said it, she didn't make any extra money yet. How can you make this doesn't come to the world? That's not the reason Remeir why he lets. Since he can force his wife to work for him, and she can't say, I don't want. Therefore, he's the boss. It's as if he told her that your hands become holy to Hashem, and, they, and therefore they, they go to the Beit Mikdash. He didn't say that your hands become holy. He says, Ma'aseh, he says, the work of your hands, and therefore it's not in the world. Since your mayor holds, a guy is not going to say silly things that don't make sense. Therefore, when I say that the, the, the work of your hands is going to, the, is going to go to the Beit HaMikdash, yeah. since I have no right over the work of your hands, why don't I have the right over work of your hands? Because it doesn't exist yet. So therefore... I'm not going to say, Remeir holds, I'm not going to say stupid things. Must be, we translate my words to mean that your hands are, are, are sanctified. Now your hands are something that's in the world. And therefore, that's why you're, I'm able to do it. So Remeir holds two things. He holds that I can't be maktish something that's not in the world yet. But I can maktish your hands. And since I said, I, the words I said translate themselves to be that, that, uh, Something that's not in the world, like you're, you're, the work that you do, you're going to do is makdish. The work is not here yet. I can't do that. We, we translate you to mean your hands, which are things in the world, and that's why it works. According to Rameer. Okay. Good? Good Now I ask the Gemara, oh yeah? This summer, does Rameer really hold? That person can't makdish something that's not in the world yet? Vatanya, I'll show you a different case where he says you can. How merely Isha, if you tell your wife, if a guy tells his wife, I want you to marry me after I convert. He's a goy. And he says, marry me after I hear the Kedushin that works after I convert. Where? Or after you convert. I'm, I'm Jewish. I give it to you. works after you convert. Or if you're a slave and I do it after I free you. Or after I get freed. Okay. After your husband dies, 
the girl's married, you give her a ring, you say, this works, this works after your husband dies. Or you tell her after your sister dies, because he's married to the guy's sister. He said, I want it to work after your sister dies. Or after your husband gives you chalitza, after your husband gives you chalitza. Okay? In all these cases, Ramir says it works. So you see oh, that Ramir holds that Tanakama says it doesn't work, right? But Ramir says it works. So you see that Ramir holds a guy could do something that's not in the world yet because he's doing Kiddushin on a girl who's not in the world yet. She's still a Goya. Or she's still a married woman. Or she's still, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? So you see that a guy can sanctify something that's not in the world. So then if so, over here also, why can't the guy sanctify to the Bet HaMikdash her her earnings that are not in the world yet. Who cares? You're making like a mayor always holds. You can't. Look, I'll show you where you can. He says you can. Same rabbi. Okay. You must say you're right. he from that brighter, in you're right. It is true that a person holds a person like these something wrong. But for Amish, we don't have a proof that a person can do that. Why? Because we can explain that the reason why is because since the guy, since we change his words to say that it means her, her hands, which are in the world, so you can't prove it from this brighter. But you're right, from the other brighter, it is clear. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the words Hamotar. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen. Done.